good day. God bless. Salute. It's Mac, your host, and welcome to Misconceptions, where we try to tackle um, a few things that are considered misconceptions or even possible misconceptions. Now, some of these are biblical and some are secular, which means non-biblical. But I try to tackle little things that are, you know, some people consider contradictions or, you know, different um different uh, presuppositions or preconceptions that people have about multiple things in life, right? And I'm um, trying to show you what a misconception is when somebody gets the wrong idea or they have the wrong definition or the wrong interpretation, right? Um, if their vantage point, you know, their point of view, if it's off a little bit, we try to show both sides of the fence. And there are some things where I can show this is a definite misconception. And there are also some things that I leave up to you, the audience, and asking you if you think, is it or is it not a misconception? And right now, today, I'm carrying on from um, my last episode. So this will be a part two of creation and Abraham. So in the last episode, we discussed it was supposed to be of uh, me discussing um, some misconceptions that I got or a possible contradiction that I got that was in the Bible. One was about the creation story in Genesis 1 and in Genesis 2. And then another part was about um, a contradiction about Abraham and what he said about him and his wife, Sarah. There was a lie he told and someone said that it was a contradiction about him uh telling it twice because he told the story in Genesis 12 I believe and he told the story about them being brother and sister and not married in Genesis 20 so this person told me that the story the lie Abraham told about him and Sarah being brother and sister there are two different stories thus creating a contradiction as though he told the same person two different stories right because that's what the contradiction would be. So what I want to do is since last week we tackled the creation part of it. If there were two different creation stories. Or if that was a misconception. So check out the last episode. Check out last week's episode. Okay. Um, and let me know. Listen to it. Let me know if you think it's a misconception or not. Because I do think I did a pretty good job as showing that it was a misconception and where the accuser might have been a little mistaken about, okay? I don't want to jump out the window and call anybody absolutely wrong or a liar or anything like that. But I do believe there is a mistake that was possibly made and I tried to point that out to the best of my ability. By the grace of God, I pray I was able to do that in a thoughtful concise and appropriate manner so now this week i handle part two of that with abraham so let's jump in check out what it is that abraham actually said um look and see where it is in the bible and we'll handle this okay we'll see if abraham's stories are just as stories oh look at that my alarm's going off my apology that's um the alarm for when i usually get ready to go to my uh my job when i get ready to go to work because of course i do work outside of this but nonetheless we'll tackle it and check and see you know is abraham 
telling someone two different stories or if that is a misconception and it's not him contradicting himself with who he's talking to but there's a misconception because the person who brought it up is actually a bit mistaken so get yourself a chair make yourself comfortable Strap in, get ready, sit down, enjoy yourself. Get something to drink because it's hot. So you want to make sure you're quenching your thirst. And you already know what time it is. Let's get it going. Maestro, music please. We're flawless and we think we're better. It's official, got it all together. We don't want them getting the wrong impression. That ain't real, that's a misconception Alright, now, let me explain to you the, um, what was brought up to me, okay? Now, the situation that was brought up to me about there being a contradiction with Abraham and Sarah's story And with um, the lie that Abraham told I was told, like I said, that Abraham told the lie twice and that he contradicted himself. So, like I said, what I want to do is dig into the story and actually see if Abraham contradicted himself or if that's just a misconception. And um, the naysayer is just wrong in his assumption, right? So we have the story that is in Genesis 12, right? And it roughly starts around, um, it roughly starts around verse 10, okay? Because this is, you know, um, God telling Abraham to leave home, right? Go out of his country. That's what happens in you know, just a little quick overview of chapter 12, um, the prologue anyway. This is when God tells Abraham to leave his country, right? And uh, leave his father's house and he will show him a land of where he's going to go. And of course, he will make Abraham a great nation and he'll be blessed and his name will be great. And he'll have descendants as numerous as the stars, descendants, descendants, excuse me, as numerous as the stars, okay, so that's what's going on, so this is when Abraham leaves home, you know, and he has his wife, and then he, what, has Lot, he took Lot with him, which is his nephew, because his brother passed away, so he has his wife, he has Lot, you know, he has a few um, people with him, his servants and everything like that, had supplies, all that good stuff. So this is when he's leave, when he leaves from his parents, and he goes out on his own. So now in chapter ten, you know, because Abraham headed south. So in chap or in verse ten, excuse me, in verse ten, that's where we'll jump in and explain what's going on. So in verse ten, it reads. So this is Genesis chapter twelve, verse ten. It reads, and there was a famine in the land. And Abram went down into Egypt to sojourn there, for the famine was grievous in the land. And it came to pass, 
when he was come near to enter into Egypt, that he said unto Sarai, his wife, Behold now, I know that thou art a fair woman to look upon. Therefore, it shall come to pass, when the Egyptians shall see thee, that they shall say, This is his wife, and they will kill me, but they will save thee alive. Say, I pray thee, thou art my sister, that it may be well with me for thy sake, and my soul shall live because of thee. And it came to pass that when Abram was coming to Egypt, the Egyptians beheld the woman, that she was very fair. The princes also of Pharaoh saw her and commended her before Pharaoh, and the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house. And he entreated Abram well for her sake, and he had sheep and oxen, and he had asses and men servants and maid servants and she asses and camels. And the Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarai, Abram's wife. And Pharaoh called Abram and said, What is this that thou hast done to me? Why didst thou not tell me that she was thy wife? Why sayest thou she is my sister? So I might have taken her to me to wife. Now therefore behold thy wife, take her and go thy way. And Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him, and they sent him away and his wife and all that he had. And so Abram went out, he went up out of Egypt, he and his wife and all that he had, and lot with him and headed into the south. Okay, so that's what it reads. So it tells you about Abraham going into Egypt, right? Quick breakdown. Abraham goes into Egypt. He says he's going to lie that she's not his wife. She's his sister because she thinks these men will kill him, right? They'll kill him and take her away. They'll take her because she's a beautiful lady. So what actually happens? He goes in. The Egyptians see her, right? They all think she's beautiful. Even the princes of Pharaoh thinks she's beautiful. They bring her to Pharaoh. Pharaoh, of course, treats Abraham well, right? He treats Abram well, gives him all these gifts and everything because he wants to take Sarai to wife because of how beautiful she is. But the Lord put plagues upon Pharaoh's house. And why? Because he has taken the wife of not just any other man, but the wife of Abram, the man he chose to make a great nation out of. And so since the Pharaoh did this, the Pharaoh of Egypt did this. And so he had to pay for it. And that's why God plagued him. And that was Pharaoh's punishment. And so Pharaoh came to Abram and he told him, you know, I'm dealing with all these punishments, right? I'm dealing with all these plagues because you didn't tell me she was your wife. You told me she was your sister, man. You know, so I'm taking her to make her my wife. But God hits me and he hits me hard because I'm doing wrong in his eyes. Right. I'm doing wrong because you lied and told me she was your sister, not your wife. Had you told me she was your wife, I would have never messed around with her and we'd be all good. So now, you know what? To make things right. I'm going to leave her be. You can have your wife. You know, I need y'all to get on and get along. 
And so as you're leaving, because I don't want any more problems, so please leave. And here are a few things you can even take with you. So take your wife, take your people, take your plagues, and get to going, please. Because I don't need any beef with the God of the Bible, right? This is not what Pharaoh wants. Pharaoh do not want smoke with God. So, that's why he sends Abram on his way. And Abram went up out of Egypt. And he had his wife in the lot and all this stuff. And he headed south. So, that's what's happening. Chapter 10, right? At the end here in verses, you know... 10 through 20, but I also added the first verse of chapter 13, just so you know which direction Abram um, headed after he left Egypt. He headed south. So now I told you what happens in chapter 10. We're going to have to take a look, right? We got to take a look to see what happens with the other story. All right. The contradictory story, which is in Genesis chapter 20. So just remember that so now what we're gonna do is do what head over to Genesis chapter 20 and see exactly what happens there and if we can reconcile these two stories to find out if we truly have a misconception or not stick with me people because you know what the truth is always a beautiful thing So, let's see what goes on. Let's see what happens. All right. So, now we've covered what happened when Abram and Sarai went down to Egypt, right? Um, After, okay, God told him to leave home. He left home. He grabbed his wife. He grabbed his nephew and all the rest of his possessions and everything like that. He headed out, right? He went to Egypt. He headed to Egypt. He lied about Sarai being his wife. He said that she was his sister. You heard about the plagues that happened to the Pharaoh and everything like that. So that's the first part of the story. And then the second part, of course, is where there's supposed to be a contradiction that comes up. Now, the second part of the story is Genesis chapter 20, right? And that's verses 1 through 18. Okay, now at this time, this is when, this is after his name has been changed from Abram to Abraham and Sarai, her name has been changed from Sarai to Sarah. So that is what, that is one of the things that's happened so far. And we begin with um, chapter 20, verse one, and it says, and Abraham journeyed from thence toward the south country and dwelled between Kadesh and Shur and sojourned and Gerar. And Abraham said of Sarah, his wife, she is my sister. And Abimelech, king of Gerar, sent and took Sarah. But God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him, Behold, thou art but a dead man for the woman which thou hast taken, for she is a man's wife. But Abimelech had not come near her. And he said, Lord, Wilt thou slay also a righteous nation? Said he not unto me, she is my sister. And she, even she herself said, he is my brother. And the integrity of my heart 
and innocency of my hands have I done this. And God said unto him in a dream, Yea, I know that thou didst this in the integrity of thy heart, for I also withheld thee from sinning against me. Therefore suffered I thee not to touch her. Now therefore restore the man his wife, for he is a prophet, and he shall pray for thee, and thou shalt live. And if thou restore her not, know that thou shalt surely die, thou and all that are thine. Therefore Abimelech rose early in the morning and called all his servants and told all these things in their ears, and the men were sore afraid. Then Abimelech called Abraham and said unto him, What hast thou done unto us? And what have I offended thee, that thou hast brought on me and on my kingdom a great sin? Thou hast done deeds unto me that ought not to be done. And Abimelech said unto Abraham, What sawest thou, that thou hast done this thing? And Abraham said, Because I thought, Surely the fear of God is not in this place, and they will slay me for my wife's sake. And yet indeed she is my sister, she is the daughter of my father, but not the daughter of my mother, and she became my wife. And it came to pass when God caused me to wander from my father's house, that I said unto her, This is thy kindness, which thou shalt show unto me at every place, whether we shall come, say of me, he is my brother. And Abimelech took sheep and oxen and men servants and women servants and gave them unto Abraham and restored him, Sarah, his wife. And Abimelech said, Behold, my land is before thee, dwell where it pleaseth thee. And unto Sarah he said, Behold, I have given thy brother a thousand pieces of silver. Behold, he is to thee a covering of the eyes unto all that are with thee and with all other. Thus she was reproved. So Abraham prayed unto God, and God healed Abimelech and his wife and his maidservants, and they bare children. For the Lord hath fast closed up all the wounds of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. So now it even tells you, okay, in this part, the lie that Abraham told about Sarah being his sister and not his wife was to Abimelech, a king. Okay, so... With that being said, this story being about Abimelech the king, and of course, so Sarah is his half-sister, not his whole sister. So he didn't fully lie, I suppose. But that is what's going on in chapter 20. King Abimelech, of course, saw how beautiful she was, and he wanted to marry her. And since Abraham lied, you know, God was going to punish this man for taking another man's wife. And that's why he forewarned him in a dream. That's why he came to him. So everything was made right. Abraham was found out. Things were restored. And everything was made okay. And Abraham and Sarah were allowed to move wherever they wanted to in Abimelech's land. So now we have the story in chapter 10. And we got the story in chapter 20. Right? So we have the two different stories. So what do we do? We reconcile this. So we what? Show that is it or is it not a misconception? And I'm sorry. The story in chapter 10 was 
Abraham being in Egypt, dealing with Pharaoh and the situation that happened there. And now this is him headed south after Egypt, right? And dealing with King Abimelech. So he was in Gerar dealing with King Abimelech, not in Egypt dealing with the Pharaoh. So I'm sorry, there's no contradiction there. They're two different stories. So that just means Abraham told the same story twice. He lied once in Egypt and he lied once in Gerar. God came to the Pharaoh in Egypt and struck plagues on him, right? And then in Gerar, God came to Abimelech in a dream and warned him before he was about to die. So therefore, I'm letting you guys know that we do not have two contradictory stories. They're two completely different stories, two completely different situations, and two completely different lands. So thus, showing that this is truly a misconception. Now, if you feel I didn't prove my point, let me know. All right, so now let's wrap this up here. So we have the two stories, right? The two stories of Abraham, um, two stories of Abraham and Sarah. One was in Egypt dealing with Pharaoh. The other one was dealing with King Abimelech and Gerar. So did I, did I not show that there was no contradiction, thus saying that the naysayer, of course, is misconceived, that there is a misconception. If you feel I didn't show that, like I said before, make sure you leave me a comment or email me, misconceptionspodcast1 at gmail.com. Um, feel free to text in. Text into the show. Text in. Give me a, uh, send me a message at 262-351-5934. That's 262-351-5934. I will respond to your text messages. So either leave me a message, send me an email text me send me a voicemail whatever i am coming out with a website for the podcast here it will have its own website so you'll be able to just hit the website and um, do whatever you need to do if you um want to go to buy me a coffee go to buy me a coffee to support us okay if you don't feel comfortable supporting us via venmo cash app or paypal go to buy me a coffee and you know what Spend the amount for a cup of coffee. I think it's about $5 or so. And just you can buy one coffee to 100 coffees. Well, it might not be that many, but you know what I mean. You can buy one or more coffees and that will help support the podcast. That will help support equipment upgrades. That will help support me and the time that I do spend doing this that I take away from other things. Okay. Um, and also share this, right? Share this, subscribe to me, share it. Let many people know where I am, where you can find me. If it's on Spotify, if it's on Anchor, if you search the web, right? If it's on Apple um, Apple Podcasts, all types of other platforms, whatever platform you can find me on, just make sure you share it. And also I wanna ask you guys, are, do you think I should go video? Because of course that's so huge right now. But also, I'm thinking of doing audio and video. Now, do I keep the podcast the way it is? Or do I create another podcast for the video world? 
I don't know. Those are some, some things that we just need to talk about. And I need to kick around the block a little bit. I thank God for each and every one of you. Make sure that you treat each other with grace, mercy, and understanding because you'll love it if someone treats you the same way. I'm Mac, the host of Misconceptions, thanking you for your time because I know it's valuable. Support us, share us, subscribe to us, leave us messages, leave us voice messages, voicemails. Find us on many platforms. Buy me a coffee. Look for me on Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, all that good stuff. And As always, good day, God bless, salute.